At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. Time for another edition of VEASAN Final Countdown. No Stormy, no Matt, but what you got here is Danny Burke and Amal Shaw filling in for the next couple of hours. Uh, at Amal Shaw 1, where you could follow him all on Twitter. Reach out to him there at Danny Burke 5 for myself and for VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At VEASAN Live on the tweets, we've got plenty to get through for the next couple of hours, Amal. We've got some news throughout the National Football League, which we'll begin with momentarily. Big NBA slate to help us delve into all of that. Rick Kamla of Sirius XM NBA Radio going to be joining us in hour one. See where he's leaning with some of the games tonight. Look into the futures market with the NBA. What playoffs teams would he maybe invest in, stay away from, etc. Hour two, we'll get into the hockey slate. Andy McNeil, who's my co-host on the new podcast, VEASAN's Hockey Betting Podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts available, a little shameless plug there, but excited to talk the puck with Andy in hour two, and we'll just get deeper into the NBA slate, uh, talk a little bit of NFL there, and uh, some of the biggest college basketball games tomorrow, because I'm all not, not the biggest slate for college basketball tonight necessarily, but maybe some good opportunities. No, Friday's always tough, maybe an in-game opportunity. You know, I follow the Metro Atlantic, but the problem is with that league, teams are inconsistent. Um, I know we'll talk about it a little bit more coming up, but... One game probably turn your attention to is going to be at 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific time tonight. Uh, you got Ryder at home tonight tonight in this matchup against uh, Siena. A revenge spot here for the Bronx in this game. So just wanted to pay attention to short line at 2.5 in this one, Danny. Yeah, and we'll be sure to get into that next segment. We'll spend a lot more time on college hoops. But like we said, some news throughout the National Football League, Amal. And I always find this time of the year funny because, you know, it's the awkward time post-Super Bowl in between when the draft's coming. So you get all these rumors, speculations, the quarterback carousel going on right now. And some of the latest news that's fairly notable, uh, per Hondo Carpenter of Sports Illustrated, he's reporting saying that the Raiders are out on the Aaron Rodgers mix. Owner Mark Davis, he goes on to quote, loved the idea of adding Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels, wanted an experienced leader. But now we know that after considering making a move for Rodgers, if he were to become available, the Raiders are looking in a different direction. They aren't waiting for Rodgers or the Green Bay Packers to part ways. So does that mean the door is 100% closed? No, but I wouldn't rate it at any percentage better. 
then maybe around 5% or so. So I, this is kind of crazy because the odds would have led you to believe the Raiders were the front runners as high as what, minus $3. And now that's obviously going to change. Yeah. I think when you look at it defensively, this team has some concerns. If you're Rogers, you want to go to a team where you can win. And for me, I think the jets are the best fit. You've got a good young receiver in uh, Garrett Wilson defensively. They're tremendous. I love Brees Hall at the running back position got injured late in the season, but even though the AFC is extremely competitive, Danny, to me, if let's say we project Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, now I look at Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, and then I would put the New York Jets as the fourth team in the AFC. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the defense is there. They're ready. They're going to hold their weight. You got young guys on the offensive side of the ball. You'll be able to add more if, you, if you're able to get, uh, get a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Plus 140 right now is the price on the Jets. Raiders come down to minus 167 over at points bet. Titans 12 to one Buccaneers 16 to one. The list goes on. So if Rodgers is not going to the Raiders, what do you foresee the Raiders doing? Do they attack in the draft? Uh, do they stick with Stidham? If, if that's the, the route you want to go, I don't know if that's one I'd take, but of course, you know, me being a bears fan, I'm very in tune and curious what Chicago's going to do. Presumably trade that first pick Would the Raiders then become interested in that sweepstakes for the number one pick. I think so. It depends on what you have to give up in terms of, uh, you know, a draft hall. Also, how good do you see Jared Stidham being? How do you evaluate him? I think that's going to be crucial in terms of how the Raiders project out. And then the one thing that I think it's gets overlooked is we sit there and say, well, this team needs to take quarterback. They need to take quarterback. But let's say you go through the draft evaluation process and you don't like any of the guys. Mm -hmm. They don't fit what you want to do or you don't think their talent matches up with what you want to do. I think it changes how you approach the draft. So I don't think it's a slam dunk. I think the Raiders can go in a lot of different ways depending on where they end up finally settling in and drafting. Do they move up? Do they move back? Um, defense is near. You can always go if you're the Raiders. So there's a lot of question marks for me surrounding this team. But I think quarterback is one you have to address. Here's the problem, though. If you draft a quarterback, you're paying a franchise wide receiver, the best wide receiver in the NFL, all this money in Devontae Adams. How is he going to feel about coming in with a rookie? I, I think it's, you know, this is a guy who's got a Hall of Fame level a career, and then all of a sudden he goes with a, a receiver, excuse me, a quarterback that may not be even comparable to what we saw at a car. I think it would be tough to be able to swallow if you're Adams. And by the way, the odds we listed are listed as if he's not going to the Packers, what would the odds of the other teams be? And speaking of the Packers, Amal, let's say hypothetically, it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be Jordan Love. Yeah. Where do you rank the Packers then in the NFC North? Because, of course, it's a lot of work to go for Chicago. Uh, Minnesota people, despite what they did in the regular season, call them frauds all year long. They have a lot of work to improve on the defensive side. Detroit could be that sneaky team. Absolutely. Uh, but where do you rank the Packers if it's Jordan Love? I think you have to rank them third in the division behind the Bears. I'm sorry, in front of the Bears. Minnesota and Detroit, I think you could make interchangeable. You know, we saw Detroit blow a lead in so many games this year where they had opportunities to close them out, you would think. And I'm not sold on Minnesota. I know Justin Jefferson's probably, in my opinion, probably the second best receiver in the NFL behind Devontae Adams. But I, I still have some question marks about Minnesota as a whole. I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy. You'd have a bunch of mediocre quarterbacks in that division. And I think it's available for anybody to be able to win it. All right, moving on to the quarterback conversation. How about on the east side of the country, uh, Baltimore? Are they likely to trade Lamar Jackson? This has been quite the saga with Lamar in this organization. According to Jeremy Fowler over at ESPN, uh, talking about Lamar Jackson and his future, they say if there is no compromise, the possibility of the Ravens trading Jackson has never been more likely. Look, uh, you could understand Lamar Jackson's frustrations and wanting to get as much out of his contract as possible. I understand all that. And especially when you kind of consider them all, they really haven't provided him with the necessary weaponry in terms of his receiver per uh, personnel, right? I mean, offensive line, it's okay. And he's mobile enough to evade it, but he's never had a top guy to throw to. When your top guys, your tight end and Mark Andrews, who isn't even the top tight end in the league, that's a concern. Hollywood Brown was your top receiver, and he's not even considered a wide receiver one. You got to help him out. So I could understand the frustrations. You're bringing over a new offensive coordinator. What have you made of this whole Lamar Jackson debacle? Yeah, you mentioned uh, Todd Monken comes in from the University of Georgia, had great success there, but different scenario. In, in college, you just have better talent than everybody else when you're UGA. Uh, but to me, what's going to be key is, first of all, is Lamar willing to take a non-guaranteed contract? Because I don't think the Ravens are going to pay him the way they're paying uh, Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. He wants to be paid at a similar level. 
I just don't see it happening. Lamar's had injuries. He's also been inconsistent. He's an immense talent, but can you win with him? That remains to be seen, Danny. So I think that's a concern when you look at it from a Ravens standpoint. But I think if it gets frustrating, I would not be surprised at all if at some point in time Baltimore either franchises him early on here when we get into March, or do they say, hey, we're just going to walk away from him completely? Yeah, for the Raiders, just because we were talking about him, Lamar to go there is at 7-1. Falcons plus 450. Uh, Jets plus 350. Patriots 7-1. It's, of course, it, it goes back to Baltimore or retires, like they say the bets are avoided. But pretty much every other team but Baltimore, those are what the odds would be. The Jets are your short shots. So New York in a, a few different sweepstakes here for quarterbacks. Going to be fun to see how that unravels. Obviously, these odds are going to keep changing, going to keep altering based on these news cycles. So, uh, you know, uh, be a little careful how much you get involved with in those sweepstakes. Speaking of being careful in quarterback sweepstakes, uh, we have seen some movements in the odds for Anthony Richardson in the draft to be the number one pick. Obviously, we've talked about this a lot here on the network, but it's just kind of comical to keep bringing it up because of how much these odds have changed. I mean, what was it? It opened at like 100 to 1, went to 40 to 1. Then he leapfrogged Levis and moved to 7 to 1 yeah. to be the number one pick in the draft. Incredible variance based on who you talk to, says ESPN's Jeremy Fowler. Could be in the first round, could be in the fourth round. Does he deserve based on what you saw in college to be drafted that high? I don't think so. I think his talent could be potentially very high. He's got a high ceiling, but at the same time, you could be drafting a complete bust. Great size, physical tools. But at the end of the day, the most important characteristic for an NFL quarterback is accuracy, and that's one thing he lacks. You never saw it at Florida. Probably you go back, he's had a couple of good games, good second half in the third quarter against Georgia, played well against South Carolina. But other than that, nothing overwhelming. I think he had a problem that a lot of college athletes have when they're just the best athlete at the high school level, at the collegiate level, and now you get to the pros. you got to really develop your skill set, and I just don't think Richardson has done that enough. I understand why he's going pro. You'd like to see a guy like him have the opportunity to have one more year because I think it would benefit him, but you can't pass up that kind of money, especially when you're going to be a top 15 pick. And I think some team will take a shot on him and they'll justify the reason for doing it, but then they're going to look back and say, you know what, I don't know if this was the most prudent move. Mm-hmm. Man, looking at these odds right now, I remember just a couple days ago seeing Bryce Young at about minus a buck 20. Now at DraftKings, he's moved up to minus 210 to be the first quarterback selected. C.J. Stroud follows at plus 225. Uh, Levis 5-1, Richardson 12-1 to one at DraftKings, but again, we're citing some other books where it's kind of been all over the place based on how these odds have differed. Uh, okay, there we go. Those, those are the updated odds, actually. So minus 160 for Bryce Young, then Stroud at plus 380, Levis plus 650, Richardson plus 750, but we did a Originally, see Richardson get over Levis again, going back and forth as it's going to continue to happen until we get to draft time. And Amal, like I was saying at the beginning of the segment, certainly I'm invested as a Bears fan, and I just keep thinking this discussion of Justin Fields getting traded is lunacy. But I am curious your thoughts on that because I know you and I have butted head with the Bears quarterback situation in the past. Well, I think that I think Fields is fine, but I think this is the smart move if you're the Bears because. You have to show people that you're potentially willing to move on from. You're not really going to, mm-hmm. but you, it's almost like a bluff in poker, right? Right. You're just trying to elicit action from the other side to be able to kind of increase the value of what you could get for this trade. Uh, there are a lot of teams in the market for Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. I think they're going to have tremendous individual workouts, and that'll elevate the value that they can get for that first overall pick. And it was a huge mistake by Houston winning that game against Indy. <laughs> yeah, no one knew what they were doing. Maybe Lovey knew that he was getting the boots, said, I'll help out my old pals there in Chicago. He's Amal Shaw. I'm Danny Burke. It's Beeson Final Countdown. When we return, let's talk some college hoops. Amal's got some action. We'll discuss it next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is excited to announce the launch of three new live shows to cover the dynamic sports betting markets like no one else can. With some fresh concepts and pairings as we head into a new season of sports, VSIN will continue to deliver all the news, analysis, and insights you've come to expect from your favorite team of sports betting experts. Go ahead and check out the new lineup starting Monday. Check it out at VSIN.com. That's V-S-I-N.com. Back here on VEASAN Final Countdown, filling in for Stormy and Matt, Danny Burke, Amal Shaw to my right, Adam Shaw one at Danny Burke 5 or you can follow us on Twitter and at VEASAN Live for the Vegas Stats and Information Network with a lot of content getting dished out left and right all across the network. And look, you and I were kind of talking in the first segment of this show, Amal, and today's kind of one of those unique days in a sport like college basketball because it's slim picking so to speak in terms of the highlighted games but that doesn't mean we can't kind of dig and find some value in games that perhaps aren't as propped up as some of those more notable ones and you mentioned a spot that you had some interest in with Sienna and Ryder yeah. and it looks like there is some line movement here too Ryder opening one and a half as a favorite now they're up to three across the board yeah no surprise here just simply based on the way the Bronx have performed at home this year they've seven and three not an overwhelming record but they've done well in conference play they're sitting third in the Metro Atlantic. Right now, Sienna at second. Uh, this Saints team, I'm just not as high on them as maybe some other people may be. Revenge spot here for the Bronx at home. Uh, I think they get it done tonight at Alumni Gym in Lawrenceville. This is a fairly low number. You said it's up to three and a half now? Uh, three is what oh, I'm three. saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you know, three is probably where I'd go, Max. You mentioned the opener at one and a half. Um, this number has gone up quite a bit in that move there fairly quickly. But, you know, maybe if you don't like it initially, you can wait for an in-game opportunity. Uh, but I'll tell you, Danny, I know you and I were talking about during the commercial break, a game that kind of intrigues you. This is a pretty decent matchup, probably the best one on paper tonight. X uh, in uh, Newark tonight, taking on Seton Hall. This should be a pretty good game and an important game tonight at the Prudential Center. Uh, X looking to get back on track after that kind of inexplicable home loss yeah. to Villanova. Yeah, and look, these teams already matched up earlier this year. Xavier did win against Seton Hall at home 73-70. to one is where Xavier seemed to open. Now one and a half is the highest that you'd have to lay with them. There are a couple ones out there in the market. Total 141 up to 142 in the hook. I did not play anything in this one of all. I'm kind of leaning towards Xavier. I mean, you just look at some of these stats. You look at Bart Torvik, a site that we reference here metrically a lot, looking into college hoops. Uh, adjusted offensive efficiency. Xavier is 10th. Seton Hall 173rd. 
You look at effective field goal percentage, Xavier is ninth in the country, 271st is where you get Seton Hall. We know that Xavier has a great offense. They've been lighting it up all year, averaging over 82 points per game. Seton Hall only about 68. But where Seton Hall could kill them if you want to put stock into maybe a little bit of home court advantage, revenge angle, whatever you want to call it. And then the defense. If the defense can really limit Xavier early on, that's where maybe the pressure amounts to Xavier. And that's where I guess you'd maybe have a tad bit more admiration for Seton Hall in this spot. But, man, I, I just kind of lean towards Xavier here. But, again, I haven't gotten there because I – I'm a little, I have a little trepidation that the line hasn't gone more in favor of Xavier. And look, you don't want to completely base it off where the market's going, but I feel like I may be missing something a little bit here. Well, I think it's a combination of a couple of things. Both teams dealing with some injuries. Zach Freeman, I'll questionable whether he's going to return yet. He's a key cog for this X team. And then on top of it, on the other side, you've got Kadari Richmond, who I think is a terrific big guard at 6'6 for the Hall. He's another guy who's questionable, going to be a game time decision. I think if he can go, he will. But uh, in terms of the X Men, I don't know if Fremantle goes yet. You potentially save him, you know, play him next week sometime and get ready for the Big East tournament. Uh, but this is an important game if X is going to have any outside shot of catching Marquette to win the regular season title. And, you know, you look in this league, to me, in my opinion, this is the second best league in college basketball. Obviously the Big 12 by a mile, but you look at the teams in this league. Marquette, I mean, they've had a tremendous season. I mentioned them. X right there is second in the standings in this conference. Beyond that, though, Providence, Creighton, Connecticut, Seton Hall has been solid. Nobody ever wants to face Villanova despite their troubles this year, sitting at 8-9 in league play, but still a very good team. We see them going to the Cintas Center earlier this week, knock off X. You mentioned Creighton and Villanova tomorrow, naturally being Saturday. We have a huge slate of college basketball action, and in the Big East, Creighton on the road against Villanova, and Nova having that impressive win. And Creighton's been a team, Amal, that I feel like a lot of people have mentioned in terms of the futures market right. come March Madness. They were about 30 to 1. You, you understand how great they can be and what they possess on the offensive side of the floor. But then you see a loss like they had the other game and some spots before. And what, what do you make of this team at this point in the year? You know, look, they're a little bit inconsistent. You know, two teams in the Big East that where I see a problem with them, they're very good offensively, are X and, and Creighton. And, but Marquette, they can play in a half-court set. They'll defend you a lot better than some of these other teams will. And I think that's an area of concern. Creighton now going on the road. They're going to be on the main line taking on Nova on Saturday. They're a four-and-a-half-point favorite in that game, Danny. Won't be an easy spot for them to go on the road. Villanova, to their credit, they have continuously competed. They've had some injuries, but they've been in games. They've been, had opportunities to win. They just haven't been able to close them out. Uh, I think this is a team that could be dangerous in the tournament depending on the matchups. And I think for both these teams, that's going to be crucial. For me in the Big East, I think the two teams that have the potential to make the deepest run, one is Marquette and then two is uh, UConn. I still love this UConn team. They didn't play well in January, kind of hit some hiccups. They were 11-0 or 13-0 in the regular season in the non-con. And then in conference play, they just haven't played as well as they could have or should have. But I still think when you look at the size with Klingon, with Sonogo, uh, Jackson's an unbelievable athlete. Uh, Newton can shoot the ball from the perimeter. This is a dangerous, dangerous team you don't want to face. They're an all-airport team. When they get off the bus, you look at them and you go, holy cow, these guys are big. <laughs> all right, Amal, let's take it to the SEC next. Uh, this narrative is fascinating for all the wrong reasons, but it's especially more intriguing from the betting standpoint in terms of how do you handicap this Alabama? team with all of these distractions going on and I, I talked about this with Jared Smith when we were doing a show earlier this week here on the network and that's when they were playing at South Carolina they were laying like 18 and I'm looking at them like how do you lay that much in general I'm not someone who likes to lay a lot of points in basketball especially with college kids but with all of those distractions going on and with what coach Oates said and Brandon Miller still playing and he had the game of his life. They won in overtime. They got Arkansas tomorrow at home. How do you look to approach the Crimson Tide? It's going to be an interesting one. They're at home on the capstone. They'll be taking on Arkansas. Nick Smith's back in the lineup. Smith is a tremendous player. He's going to be a high first round pick. If you haven't seen him play incredible talent, unfortunately injuries kind of derailed his early season. But you look at, to me, from a coaching standpoint, Musselman's the best coach in the league, in my opinion. His team will be ready. Getting a big number here at nine and a half, this should be a higher scoring game. If you can slow this team down, you mentioned it. When they went into Columbia the other night, they struggled because there's so much going on around this team. Nate Oates' PR firm needs to be fired, which is himself. I mean, some of the things he said has just been absolutely idiotic. You know, I, th I thought the simplest thing would have been if they didn't want to, if Byrne, uh, Greg Byrne, the AD, and Nate Oates didn't want to suspend Brandon Miller, I would have come on and said, look, 
It's an ongoing investigation. We will not comment at this time. Right. There have been no charges filed against Brandon Miller. We're going to leave it at that. And if there's something that the local authorities in Tuscaloosa or anywhere else want to feel that needs to be done, will be done. But until this point in time, Brandon Miller is going to continue to play with Alabama just like any other student athlete that's on our program or in our program will continue to do. Easy enough based on what he said. Would have been a uh, little bit better route to say the least. Yeah, I mean, it just his comments to me were out of line, and it just yeah. doesn't bode well. And I'll tell you the other thing. It's going to be interesting. This is Alabama probably. you got to go back to the Wimp Sanderson days. I mean, you know, going way back when they had Latrell Spree on some of these guys when they had great teams. But I, I just don't think that they've had a team at this level where you look at them and go. Yeah. E even when you had, um, you know, some of the other guys there, Mark Godfrey had a team, I think, and made a sweet 16. But – they just don't have the same talent that they have right now. And you've got a top three, top five pick in Brandon Miller. He's an incredible player. Uh, but it's it's unfortunate the way I think Alabama's handled it. Handled it. Amal, let's move to a conference you and I have some interest in. You being an Ohio State guy, me being a uh, Cornhusker here. You can say that a little bit more proudly with your athletics than I can. But nevertheless, uh, let's take it to the state of Indiana. Purdue and Indiana squaring off once again. That was a great game the first time where yeah. they played it and the Hoosiers got the best of them, but it, it wasn't comfortable by any stretch of the imagination. Purdue, you got to think coming in with vengeance in this spot, right? Yeah, absolutely. Huge revenge game for them. They'll be at home in West Lafayette. Great opportunity to win this game, and I don't think they're going to have an answer for Zach Eady. He was tremendous in that first game against Indiana, but Trace Jackson Davis was outstanding. Look, if you're going to bet this game at 7.5 and, and you want to lay the points, hey, you know, Go ahead and do it. But I would have a hard time backing IU in this spot, even though they played well. But we saw what happened the other night in East Lansing. But that was a little bit more of an emotional spot. Yeah. It was a tough one at the Breslin Center. Uh, in this game, I, I think Indiana is going to be in a little bit of trouble. Remember, it's an in-state rivalry. You lost the first game at Assembly Hall just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it dropped you from the number one spot in the nation. I think Purdue gets back on track here. But I'm waiting for an in-game opportunity. I want to see something under five, and I'll Agreed. take Boiler up. The Boilers haven't been that great from the perimeter. Mm-hmm. That's the one area I have a concern for this team in the tournament. Indiana, to me, is a team that could make a Sweet 16, potentially an Elite 8 if everything breaks properly for them. But they're a dangerous team. I like Mike Woodson. He's done a nice job with them. Uh, Dave Ross and I were talking about the fact that you look at Race Thompson. To me, he's the guy you would want on everybody's team because he does everything you need to be able to win the game. You need me to rebound tonight? Okay, I'll go get you 8. You need me to score? I'll go get you 12. Jackson Davis is going to get you 20 and 10. We know that. But it's the other guys like Hood Shafino and Johnson that are the key for this team. Like them all said, Purdue around that seven and a half point spot. I'm with you, though, waiting for a better in-game spot, jumping in on the Boilermakers. Should be a fun one tomorrow, and it should be a fun one tonight in the NBA. Let's talk more about that with Rick Campbell of Sirius XM NBA Radio. VSIN's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. As baseball and hockey seasons continue, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and much more. So go ahead and check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Welcome back into VEASAN Final Countdown. Danny Burke and Amal Shaw filling in for Stormy Tony and Matt Brown. Happy to be with you live out of the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on this Friday afternoon. We got a big NBA slate on this Friday to help us get a jump start on that and preview all the action tonight. Happy to welcome on Rick Campbell of Sirius XM NBA Radio at Rick Campbell Sports, where you can catch him on Twitter. Rick, pleasure to be with you. Thank, for, uh, thank you for making some time today. The game that I want to ask you about first here, Rick, because I was watching this Cleveland and Denver game yesterday, and I thought Cleveland had that thing wrapped up. Uh, front runner for MVP, Jokic and company took care of business, overcame the Cavs. Cleveland on the second leg of a back-to-back, -back, now going to Atlanta, a team that just fired their head coach. Atlanta, just a slight favorite here, just a point. A lot of narratives in this matchup. What do you make of it, my friend? Good to be back on the air with you guys. Um, I like Cleveland tonight, and I understand it's the second of a back-to-back. -back. They have an unsavory road record. Um, I, maybe Atlanta has some kind of spark. Like, I don't know. 
I, I feel like, you know, my sources have told me that it's Trey Young versus everybody with the Hawks. Uh, I followed up with my source and I said, um, Trey Young versus DeJounte Murray. I thought they were buddies. They wanted to play together. And the source reaffirmed to me it's Trey Young versus everybody. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, are, are people happy? Are they, are they ready, willing, and able to be productive? And I, I don't know. It, the, the whole thing feels very, very funky. Um, to me, so I don't trust Atlanta. Uh, we've seen some teams come out rather lame uh, out of the break and just sort of drifty and not really with it yet. And wouldn't surprise me if Atlanta fell into that. Cleveland, if anything, I think guys is going to be pissed after losing last night. And as you said, the way they lost, they're a way better team than Atlanta. So uh, you know, you can look at metrics and trends, but sometimes you just got a gut on a game, guys. And, uh, and I feel like Cleveland's going to go into Atlanta and win that game tonight. Like the, Rick, I like the point you made, and particularly about Trey Young. It's kind of developing a reputation, a bit of a coach killer. We'll see what eventually transpires there. I want to go to the game tonight between Milwaukee and Miami. It looks like Giannis is going to play, for my money, without question, the best player in the world. Um, first, I want to get your opinion on this game, if you see any edge here with Milwaukee. They're laying three and a half against the Heat. And then second question is, I feel it's more important for Milwaukee to have home court advantage over Boston do you feel the same way, or is it just as imperative for Boston, in your opinion, to have that home court advantage when we get to the Eastern Conference playoffs? Mm, great question about home court advantage. Um, they, boy, they, they both have mighty home court advantages. Like, you know, the Warriors have an amazing home court advantage. These two teams have great home court advantages. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, think, I think who has that game, that game five, uh, which probably isn't talked about in foresight enough. I mean, game five, that's the game, right? Game of the century, it's game five. So, you know, you have five and seven at home. I, yeah. I, I think that's a big deal. That That's why, you know, overall, I don't really understand why teams don't take the regular season more seriously and go for it and go to win the game tonight more often. There's so much load management, so much we'll get them tomorrow. It drives me crazy. And then late in the season, oh, we need all these wins and we need to hustle. You should have been in the fight the whole damn time. Um but, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, but, guys, in the, in the East, I like Boston overall. I like Boston. Uh, they're on a mission. Uh, Milwaukee is not. Milwaukee is a really good team in a championship quest. Boston's the team that lost the finals last year. They've been on a mission all year. Um, their verbiage speaks to that when you hear them in press conferences. And, uh, and, and they're a seek-and-destroy, kick-ass-and-take-names team. They're a freight train. They're a machine. All of that is in play. So I think Boston could go to Milwaukee and win a game five. Um, I'm not – I feel better about that than I do Milwaukee um, going to TD Garden and getting one against the Celtics. Certainly possible. I think highly unlikely at this point because, guys, the Bucks are super flawed. And I've got a major fate opinion on the Bucks right now. Middleton, guys, isn't even an Alfred right now. He's a common bench player, okay? He was the championship Robin. If he's the championship-level Robin version of himself, Milwaukee can definitely win it all 50-50 with Boston. But it, the scales tip towards Boston because of the Middleton factor. Um, he can maybe get that guy back next year, but he's got six weeks left from now to the, to the playoffs to get back to championship-level Robin. I don't see that happening, guys. So I got a big Boston opinion. Um, I think it's more important for Milwaukee to get that home court advantage. Rick, I love the breakdown you gave of Chris Middleton there. And, Danny, he's so right on that. You mm -hmm. need that second guy. Yes, you got the best player in the world. But when you look at Boston, it's Tatum and Brown, and you need that supporting cast right there. Yeah, and, Rick, that kind of leads to my next question a little bit because clearly you have some concerns with this Milwaukee team. And if Middleton isn't playing like the guy they need him to – what other teams would you maybe put ahead of them? Clearly, Boston's at the top. The Sixers are 5-1 to one to win the East behind Milwaukee then. The Cavs 11-1. Heat, Nats, Hawks, obviously the list carries on afterward. But what team would you put above Milwaukee if it's not them? It's another outstanding question. And whew, based on my trust and faith in that program, <clears throat> which with Coach Bud and Look, Giannis is going to be there. I think he's the best player in the world. So, you know, I, I don't I, – maybe I made it sound too gloom and doom. Uh, pardon me if I, if I did. I was just comparing Milwaukee relative to Boston, who checks every single box, um, against the rest of the East. Look, I don't trust Philadelphia. James Harden is their number two. 
I don't trust him in the playoffs. He's never, ever in his life won big in the playoffs. Is that going to happen this year? It might, but history has shown us that it, it probably won't. Um, Cleveland, maybe just too young, maybe a piece away. I do like the Cavs. I like them a lot. Um, Garland, Mitchell, Mobley, um, you know, Jared Allen, of course. I mean, they've got a legitimate core four that you can go at the best of the best with. But, you know, they haven't even been to the playoffs together yet, guys. You know what I mean? So what really can our expectations be? Miami in the East Finals, of course, last year. But I feel like they've taken a big step back. Obviously, the metrics, their win-loss record speaks to that. And then you go down into, you know, some of the other teams, Knicks and Atlanta and all these teams. Nah, man, it's basically a two-horse race in the East. Um, So I put Milwaukee above all of those other teams. Kind of, guys, almost at this point by default. Like, there are... Uh, you know, but but that's just kind of the lay of the land in the East. It, it, there's not a lot that I love out there outside of Boston. I think Boston, um, guys, is a great, great wager to win the Eastern Conference. I looked at it the other day. It's plus 235, plus 325. You guys probably have it at your fingertips right now. But I still feel like there's really, really, really good value in that bet that we're not at a minus 120 or, you know, something closer to par here that we're still getting, like, some real bang for the buck playing Boston. Not to win it all between the Eastern Conference. I think it's a great bet right now. Yeah, I love your point on Boston. I agree. It's a two-horse race in the East, and got to make the Celtics a slight favorite there. Uh, in terms of the West, uh, who do you like? And also, look, I hope Denver does well because I'm sick and tired of the Nikolai Jokic disdain. Oh, he hasn't done anything in the playoffs. Well, let me tell you something. He doesn't have the talent some of these other teams have. And the Joker will always be in my all-time top ten players, not because of his greatness and his talent, but for the push on Morris. That automatically puts you in my top ten. Yeah, interesting. Um, look, in terms of Denver, uh, they guys, they kind of had the West. You know, I'm speaking past tense here. They they kind of had it. Like, I was warming up to, I'm not sure anybody in this Western Conference is going to be able to beat these guys. And then Phoenix traded for Kevin Durant. That all changed. And so, guys, I believe Phoenix is winning this conference. Uh, Denver's going to be their biggest competition. I do believe Denver is going to get to the West Finals. They just reek of it when you watch them play, when you look at their numbers. It just all speaks to a Final Four you know, type of NBA team. And they'll get there. Uh, they're going to lose uh, to Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, number one and number one at their respective positions. An all-time great point guard who's still good, if not in his prime. And, of course, you've got uh, uh, the mid-range automatic assassin in DeAndre Eight. man. I love his work in the mid-range. You know, he's about 18 and 10 this year. They've got depth. Uh, they've got to get Shaman healthy and campaign healthy. But um, they've got other guys. Kogi's been killing it. Um, you've got Tory Craig, you know, you've got some guys on that second unit and you play about seven guys, eight guys in the playoffs. They got seven or eight guys. They, 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 they can't go like 11, 12, 13 deep, but they can go uh, seven, eight, nine deep. Um, they, they definitely can. So yeah. guys, I think Phoenix is going to win that conference and play Boston in, in the finals. Rick, you're the man. Appreciate the insight today. Uh, it was great catching up with you, talking some hoops. Look forward to doing it again soon as we get closer to the postseason. But enjoy the rest of your Friday, my man. All right. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. You got it. Rick Kamla at Rick Kamla Sports on Twitter. Catch him with more of his content over at Sirius XM NBA Radio. When Amal and I return here on VEASAN Final Countdown, Let's go to the ice. Hit the puck a little bit. We got a sizable slate to look forward to. I got a couple plays, and we'll pick them all's brain to see what he's got involved with the ice tonight here on VEASAN Final Countdown. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. 
I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Final Countdown is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into the mix. It is VEASAN Final Countdown. We're wrapping up Hour 1 of 2. Danny Burke, your host, alongside me, the co-host, Amal Shaw, at Amal Shaw 1, where you can follow him on Twitter, at Danny Burke 5 for myself. So, Amal, we've hit some football. We've hit some college hoops, some NBA. Now let's go ahead and spend some time with the puck, my friend. We've got what I consider a pretty good slate. I've got a couple bets on this card. Curious your thoughts if uh, we're going to be on the same page. That's what I'm hoping for. I need the Amal Shaw stamp of approval, baby. Uh, the first game that I've got here, my friend, Islanders and the Kings. So Los Angeles played last night, blew a 2-0 lead at New Jersey. I took a piece of the Devils in that game. Thought I was dead, especially when it was 3-2. And <laughs> late goal. Yeah. I was watching in the sports book on the strip because I was just walking through the old casinos and it was 2-2. I was excited. Yeah. You know, 2-0 lead. They have the old adage about that, whatever. Then it's 3-2 and I walked out because I was ticked off. And it was one of the plays that gave out on the Visa and Hockey Betting Podcast that Andy McNeil and I have started up. And then when it was 3-2, I walked out and my buddy texted me and he's like, let's go or something like that. I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, they tied it up. I was like, oh, I already walked out. I, I was too ticked off about what happened. Yeah, absolutely. They get a goal with uh, 39 seconds remaining. They gave up a goal, I think, with about three or three and a half minutes mm-hmm. to go in that one. But I'll tell you, uh, I like the Isles in this one simply because Sorokin's in net. Uh, you look at this team. The one thing that concerns me a little bit for the Isles, no Matthew Barzell. Uh, that it, That's a little bit of an impact for this team. Third in scoring for the Isles or second. I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. But I'll tell you the real advantage here is Jonathan Quick's in net. Jonathan yes. Quick can't stop a beach ball. About a week ago, I saw him blow a 5-1 lead against the Coyotes on some soft goals. <laughs> Can't this, have that. Yeah, you can't have that. And so good opportunity here. You mentioned the back-to-back on the travel's not that far, but still, I think Sorokin, who's played very well throughout the course of the season, comes in with a 2.39 against. Jonathan Quick has got a 1.1 goals against that's higher than Sorokin at 3.49. So I think this is a good opportunity for New York here to get on uh, on the win column. So there we go. We got one stamp of approval. I'm on the Islanders here, laid minus 126 with them earlier this morning. Uh, best number in the market, it looks like here in Vegas, about minus 128 at Circa, but uh, about minus 135 pretty much elsewhere. And aside from that, and you're right, Jonathan Quick, a main reason why I'm looking to fade. I mean, his road numbers are atrocious aside from just his overall numbers, 3.71 goals against average on the road. 
and he's allowed 15 goals in his last four games. You talked about that Coyotes debacle. That was a nightmare. And Sorokin has been a stud. He's in conversation for Vesna. Obviously, he's probably not going to get it, but he's been in the conversation for it and in the top half of the shorter odds at multiple sports books. And so he's been great. It's just the Islanders have not really aided him that consistently. That's been the issue with the team. It hasn't been Sorokin. It's been his teammates helping him out. And the Islanders, you talk about home and road splits a little bit. They're plus 17 goal, di uh, goal differential at home, minus seven away from home ice. Their penalty kill percentage goes from 77% to 88% from being on the road to at home as well. So uh, I'm with you here. I like the Islanders in this spot. Jonathan Quick, not really a reliable goalie. Yeah, I think it's good. Like you said, you know, even though Mar Matthew Barzell's out of the lineup, I still think New York is a dangerous team here in this spot. All right, let's move on to Winnipeg. This is the other game that I got bet them all. Uh, we've got the Jets, the Avalanche. This game at a pick them right now. Total open six in some shops with some juice to the under, minus 125 or so. And now you've seen it come down across the market to five and a half. Over minus 120 is what you're seeing at most outlets. So, all right, I want to hear what you think about this game first. Well, let me ask you a question. Who'd you play here? I'm curious <laughs> on this one because I don't have a play on this one. Okay. Uh, so I'm curious as to where you went here. All right, so I'm going with the Jets in this game. Yep. And, again, we talk about some home and road splits. The Jets are a team that's performed. And look, most teams do perform better at home, but it just kind of depends how big the discrepancy is. Jets plus 27 differential on home ice, just plus three on the road. And Hellebuck at home has been amazing. I mean, yeah. he's 16, 7 and 0 with a 1.98 goals against average save percentage of 93 and a half percent on the home ice. Uh, three out of his shutouts, three out of his three shutouts have all been at home. He already shut out Colorado this year, five, nothing. They beat him. Then they beat him again, four to three. That game went to overtime. Colorado's just been such a volatile team this season. I'm all, I mean, they've been dealing with injuries and yes, they're vying for a, a better spot in the postseason and even fighting to stay in there. But so is Winnipeg and Winnipeg. They're coming off that two to one loss at the Islanders the other night, a game they easily could have won. I think the jets bounce back nicely here. And I like that. You're not laying that much with them in the home spot. Yeah. You're getting a cheap price here up in, in Winnipeg in this one, but I'll tell you a little bit concerned for me. A couple things. Number one, they played back in November when the five Oh shut out of Kirk. Colorado's a lot healthier than yeah. they have been at that point in time. Still waiting on uh, McKinnon to get, I'm sorry, uh, Landeskog to get healthy for this team, but should be back shortly. To me, this is a pretty good goaltending matchup tonight. You've got Georgiev in net for Colorado, and then, of course, uh, Hellebuck, as you alluded to, for Winnipeg. The one thing that concerns me with Winnipeg is they defend extremely well. I think it was against the Rangers, or I don't remember who it was. I mean, he faced 51 shots, and he only gave up one goal. They, they get peppered sometimes, unfortunately, defensively. Uh, the one thing I would push back on is the revenge angle here for Colorado getting embarrassed last time out sure. five, nothing. Uh, but other than that, you know, jets have been kind of treading water lately, uh, not playing overwhelmingly great or not playing that poorly, just kind of in between Colorado comes in having won three in a row. Uh, but at home, always a huge advantage and, you know, get that last change. You mentioned it, uh, Winnipeg 20 and eight, uh, at home this year. No overtime losses so always bodes well here. Colorado 17-10-1 on the road so far this season. So this is one I didn't play, but um, I'd love to see an early goal, maybe a couple of early goals. Probably not likely with the two goaltenders we have tonight, but if this thing pushed up to high six and a half, maybe even a seven and a half with a couple of goals, say, yeah. before the first six minutes, and the look to come with an under. Because I think that if you're Winnipeg, you do not want to go up and down the ice with Colorado. Right. That team can do that as well as anybody. Yeah, I hear you. And I like that strategy as well. And that's why, like we said, we've also seen this total tick down a little bit from six to five and a half. But uh, I like that strategy. If you see a lot of scoring, some high offense immediately, take advantage of a higher number. Look toward the under potentially in that matchup with Winnipeg in Colorado. I'm all this next game kind of yeah, I'm looking at the Panthers and Sabres. And the reason that it draws interest is because Buffalo had quite the game last night against Tampa. They almost blew it, but they hung on. They won six, five and OT against the lightning. Yeah. Uh, Florida has been kind of a frustrating team this year, but th the reason that I'm kind of looking at this game too, is you is someone who bets hockey pretty consistently. How much do you factor in the back-to-backs, the second leg of back-to-backs? Because, yes, it's important. Maybe sometimes we get too carried away. Is there a difference from when it's the standard game versus one that goes into overtime? What's the difference in your handicapping assessment? Well, a couple things, right? Travel, is it where are you going from and to? And then uh, also you mentioned overtime being a factor, but also sometimes the game. For example, Edmonton and Pittsburgh last night, 7-2. to two. 
that's not the same type of game as you alluded to with the uh, Buffalo-Tampa game where you go to overtime. Right. Because that was a much more intense game. They squander a 4-2 lead, and then uh, Sabres uh, allow Tampa to get back in the game, wind up in overtime. Let's say, um, you know, Tampa didn't go to overtime, or excuse me, Buffalo didn't go to overtime last night at Tampa, and it was just a 6-5 win in regulation. It was still a much more intense game, whereas that third period in Pittsburgh, you're just kind of skating around. Yeah. And so it changed the dynamic how you might approach a game that went into overtime. The one thing I would say is when I look at this team, Tage Thompson's had a tremendous uh, season for the Buffalo Sabres for people that may not have been paying attention to what he's been able to do. He's been outstanding. He's had 39 goals, had a hat trick last night, continues to shine for this team third right now in the Rocket Richard chase behind, of course, the greatest player in the world, 97, and then uh, uh, Pastor Knock there as well. So to me, the one thing I don't like about Florida, and this is my biggest knock, and it's been the knock on this team, Bobrovsky is not an elite goaltender. I know he's had a good season. He did um, – didn't he win a Vesna in Columbus, I believe? Well, is it like he had a great year and then he got the huge contract? Yeah, and since exactly. Since that point, then he's you know fallen short. Yeah, he's more like the blob in front of the net there, seventy-two, <laughs> and he doesn't do much. And you look at the Panthers every time when when it was when they were facing off against Tampa, they could never stop them. Mm-mm. I mean, it, it didn't matter who it was. Point uh, Stamkos, you know, Kucherov makes no difference. These guys were just able to score and pepper this team. So. For me, uh, I, this is a little bit of a stay-away spot. Buffalo is competitive, but uh, Florida, I just don't like their goaltending and too high of a price here to take the Panthers, maybe take the Sabres here. Yeah, Buffalo is kind of one of those scary teams. Their record may not indicate it, and if you're just looking at the recent games, but, man, they got a pretty solid offense, and you saw that on display last night against Vasilevsky and the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they somehow hung on, but... Uh, perhaps a tough spot on the second leg of a back-to-back. Like you said, Bobrovsky hasn't done anything impressive. We do see here at South Point, Florida, minus $2, plus 175 on the other side for Buffalo. Total is high as seven. But I'm riding in tonight's slate. I am going with the Winnipeg Jets, minus 110. The Islanders, minus 127. We'll be talking more hockey, because guess what? Our decent NHL expert will be joining us in hour two. That being Andy McNeil, I know he's got some action on the ice as well. Starting hour two, though, let's go to the Diamond. See what Amal thinks for this upcoming futures market in Major League Baseball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. 